0: At 8:33 p.m. Central Standard Time. For GTST episode 312, Open Line Friday. Broadcasting live to the four corners of Flat Earth and consuming more based 4-chan threads than a human being should be allowed to. <laughs> I couldn't help myself, though. Every day when I was a kid, I used to listen to Rush Limbaugh with my dad. And it's probably why I'm a podcaster today. In some ways. Well, it's that time of the evening woo
2: I should have um <coughs> should have kept the music going while I hit this um uh,
0: hit this bowl. Aaron, you got something on your mind or are you just lurking, bro?
2: Lurking is fine, obviously, but. So this is a special, um, special edition of Open Line Friday. The Putin edition.
0: <laughs> Who has single-handedly taken it upon himself at the behest of whoever controls him to start world war three.
2: Uh, and I was wondering when we were going to get to it world war three. That is seems like nobody's had the
0: balls for the better part of two decades. And, uh, (laughs) now that's no
2: longer the case. That's right. Get your draft papers in, ladies and gentlemen,
0: in Trannies. I guess they're down with those now too. So <laughs> Oh man, the first soldier that puts his um uh, puts his pronouns <laughs> on his helmet. Oh, <laughs> uh, what great
2: times we live in. Gonna send they them to the front of the, the front lines. Hey babe. You're allowed to speak now. Just not in church. (laughs) Oh, hold on. Hold on. I can't hear you. Go
3: ahead. I said I went downstairs after I grabbed my stuff from the bedroom. Ah. I mean, your office space.
0: Don't be rude. That's so disrespectful.
3: I'm not. I'm in my office space currently planning our food consumption for the next year.
0: And hopefully all of it uh, is going to consist of homegrown and homemade items that are not on uh, Bill Gates' supply chain.
3: (laughs) Really trying to avoid that guy, but, you know, seems a little difficult to avoid some days.
0: Yeah, I know, right? Trying to kill chickens and Modify seeds. And by the way, I heard you, well, you were listening to No Agenda when I was downstairs. Did you get to the part or did you pass the part where he was talking about... Um, uh, they played this clip of Bill Gates where he was talking about how Omicron vaccinates you. And he very specifically used that word, vaccinate.
3: That was actually... Not Thursday's episode. That was like two episodes ago. I listened to that earlier. I've been sending that clip to literally everyone that I know because it's just magical that this is the week that he said that. And now all the mask mandates are going away. And I get an email from work about, you know, are you comfortable making this decision and all this stuff? And it was just very interesting because he said it in and no agenda pointed out too. He started every sentence with sadly. Like it's destroying him that he was not the successful one this time. And that this new variant of this virus is doing literally what it's supposed to do. And giving the T-cells and everything that makes you have stronger immunity against a disease. The way that it's worked and the way that we've understood it. For hundreds of years, but now his new push is going to be well. The next time we can do it faster, which will mean that we did it right, because he even specifically said in the clip that he wants it to be under six months next time before we have a surplus of vaccines.
0: Yeah, yeah. And speaking of surplus, uh heard that on no agenda as well. That they're oh god, who was it? No, Johnson and Johnson has now stopped making their jab. And, or they, well, I guess they have a million in inventory just sitting that they literally, that they can't even put into people's arms. And Johnson and Johnson was the, you know, I mean, if it came down to brass tacks, that's the one I'd, I'd put in me. Um, I mean, I, I definitely wouldn't, but.
3: It's interesting though, because I have several students in my life that are young adults that are, that feel and felt trapped into making that kind of decision. and. I assumed that they would all feel the same way that you just did with if there was going to be one that would be the one that I did. Right. And when I said, or like, when we were talking about it, and I mentioned that, because one of them had said that he had to get the second one. And I was like, Oh, I didn't think that you would I didn't realize that that was like, you would get one of those. And he was like, Well, I'm not going to get the other one that could kill you like the johnson and johnson one is so dangerous and just like went on and on about well and and all the things and the the marketing against the johnson and johnson and for the MRNA has been impeccable because you know these kids they don't watch tv they don't everything that they get comes from social media and from peer influence and they're saying all these things and i was just like but did you do actual research on on you know what you put in your body as a 22 year old strong young man no you didn't oh good okay well don't play baseball anytime soon
0: yeah well that's what i was just gonna say is that all of this viral marketing and i remember you know up to i mean like eight going on 18 months ago now all of this viral marketing about how johnson and johnson is the only one with problems because that's what all these doctors, all these TikTok doctors and all this stuff, that's what they were focusing on. They're like, oh, it has this one little problem, which, what was it? I guess it was blood clotting originally. Um, and a couple of countries halted it you know, for that very reason. And, But now that I think about it, everybody that I know has gotten Pfizer or Moderna, despite the fact that at this stage in the game, it's pretty obvious those are the most dangerous. And it's all because of viral marketing. All because they looked at one tweet after another, after another.
3: (laughs) The uh, only person I know that you would have assumed got a Pfizer or Moderna is my friend that you call a communist all the time. And she got the Jane Day because she was like, I don't trust the other one and I have to get it for my sanity. So here we go. Well,
0: right. And isn't she like 30 something too?
3: Yeah. She's my age.
0: Yeah. So presumably she did a little bit more research than just the osmosis of social media because yeah i i think everybody that that got it based on that i mean there were there were viral songs about Pfizer on TikTok and Instagram and all these other places it's just it's just bizarre that people fell for that thinking it's organic right in their face and thinking that they choose the content they see on that note actually um and you know this person babe and actually uh uh there are other people here who know him as well uh but a friend of mine who's my age has kids he had a position 6 months ago maybe more um that he should be on TikTok because it's what the apostle paul would do um and Yeah, he texted me in the last week and was like, I got on the homepage and scrolled through for about 90 seconds and I'm deleting the app now. (laughs) And I don't know, you know, I don't know if that was like the first, first, first ever time he did that. Um, but just what he saw in that amount of time, he's like, Yeah, I can't I, I can't really argue that a Christian would be a part of this. I mean, of course, my argument the whole time and and remains for all social media personal social media, if it has an algorithm, right? Despite the fact that if if you have it to keep up with your friends, your neighbors, or, you know, perfectly benign reasons, if it has an algorithm of any kind, um, your visibility entirely, even among the people that you want to keep up with your family, your friends, whoever is based entirely on a popularity contest that deliberately, brings certain things forward and pushes down other things. And that's why, because people are like, oh, well, you know, why are you still on Telegram and, and uh, you know, with the channel and blah, 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 blah. And and I'm like, well, yeah, but it's not, it, there's no algorithm. If you want to come view my content, you will. If you don't, you don't. And it's much more personal. And I mean, a majority of, well, not a majority, a good portion of the people that I talk to, all the time. I do the voice. I do the video. I do all that stuff because it's just not, it's just an impersonal form of communication that we've, we've really latched onto and the algorithms have, have ruined reach uh, beyond doing filthy things for 97% of the top platforms. So, uh, but then of course I've got Andrew Torba in my inbox from Gab talking about how they're going to build the parallel economy and they're going to, they're going to do this. And they just, apparently they just recently launched Gab marketplace, which is like Facebook marketplace, but, um, for Gab, obviously. And what's crazy is, you know, because, and you know, Andrew Torba famously went on, um, Tim pool's show and he's like, you know, what are, what are your terms of service, um, regarding, free and open speech and that sort of thing. And he, you know, took a constitution out of his pocket and is like the first amendment. That's our, that's our terms of service. And you know, I can respect the attitude in some ways, but it's like, okay, so gab marketplace, what I can, I can go list a pound of weed on there. Like, how does this work? I mean, if we're, if it's really free speech, (laughs) then I should be able to get on gab marketplace and buy a nine millimeter. Should I not? I mean, is that not, (laughs) does anybody follow my logic there? Like. I mean, and I'd be fine with it. That's not, I mean, I'm not making an ideological argument. Um, All markets should be free and open, but I'm sure uh, I said all that to say, I'm sure Gab censors as well. Oh, and uh, and speaking of censorship, (laughs) uh, I don't know if anybody saw this, come across the zeitgeist. Truth Social, uh, Trump's social media platform, launched and is live. I guess there's a wait list, you know, they're onboarding as they can handle it or, or what have you. And it's been confirmed from multiple sources that if you say the phrase <laughs> white lives matter, which is re- I mean, you know, an argument could be made it's against black lives and whatever else, but in and of itself, it's not an evil or hateful statement, but they will ban you. If you use that on truth, social, <laughs> Oh man. So anyways, who in here wants to talk about the war? What are you, what are your thoughts on, uh, <laughs> as I've taken to taken to calling it, uh, with my friends, Biden's war for trannies. What is <laughs> anybody have any thoughts?
3: Can we actually back up to what you were talking about a second ago? Yeah, if you sure. don't mind before you go into the war. Um, so I know that the majority of conversation is about, you know, separate, don't be part of algorithms, et cetera, et cetera but the question is how do you go about creating and supporting a i don't want to say alternative but an alternative economy without utilizing the things that are supporting the other economy like how do you how would you start the new secondary world that's not connected to the mess
0: um very good question what are you doing later?
3: Uh, <laughs> probably just planting my garden.
0: <laughs> we'll see about that. Um, you know, so here's the here's the thing. And and everybody is at a varying level, I feel like, of understanding this. Because at the top of the beast is the machine. And by the machine, I mean the institutions um that that run reality as we know it, and there's a certain ineffability to them you know I don't necessarily re- I don't necessarily even consider some bigger platforms in that unless they're like like Facebook and Instagram for sure and and the reason why I say that is because you know being being in cannabis and and seeing all these things about cannabis you cannot be selling anything on Instagram at all and they will ban you and there is absolutely no recourse. And as a matter of fact, I would go so far as to say, and they would vehemently deny this, of course, but I would go so far as to say, it's not a person that's doing that. They have algorithms that are making these decisions. Um, and so that's a long-winded way to answer your question and say, I think if there's going to be a true parallel economy, it's got to be hyper-local. And and by that I mean literally buying from right next door, planting in your backyard and using that to buy, sell, trade, uh, locally. Because and you know, on my Kaczynski vibes over here, but but I think the digital infrastructure, I think the days of the digital infrastructure are numbered. Um whether that's a cyber attack or whatever. Do you
3: think you're numbered, Or do you just Hope that people step away from it because I just don't see a situation where it's going to stop being utilized. Like, well, right, even by people. If you look, if you look at Truth Social, this thing that you know everybody's trying to create the new Facebook or whatever, but they're literally just building it the exact same way yeah. and around the same ideas, and it, like they're stuck in this cycle. You know, it's it goes back to what we talked about, even with people who can't look outside of, oh, I have to have a job to be able to pay for my house, to pay for my car, to pay for, you know, they can't consider the fact that, well, if you were at home working on a garden, you wouldn't have to spend money on gas and a car and you wouldn't have to go buy food because you would just be making the food, which then means you have to make less money, which then for, you know, you're, you're pulling yourself out of that economy. And I just don't think that I don't see a way through that without some form of technology having to be used or utilized because even the people that I know that do shop very locally and are utilizing, you know, are connecting to farmers in their area and stuff are still using the basic building blocks of Facebook or Advertising on their social media when they're going to be at the farmer's market or, you know, email blasts, you know, there's some that haven't moved into social media, but are they're actively using email. You know, I don't know how. I don't know. It's just so integrated into the system now that I feel like the only way to truly. Create an alternative would be for the original to collapse because people are so attached to the way that we live now they can't see outside of that unless they experience it and you can't get people to do anything off their phones
0: <laughs> you know that's kind of precisely it and but when i say numbered i i'm also not necessarily although i'm not discounting it i'm not necessarily discussing or, or talking about like an apocalyptic event sunspots cyber attacks and so forth i i, I mean the days are numbered because eventually, if not now, I mean, we see it happening more and more every day, but eventually we will get to a point where you will have a viewpoint that will exclude you from using those platforms. Um, Whether we like it or not, that day is coming. That day already exists with all the main platforms. And right now, yeah, it's just this big juggle of, you know, oh, I'm You know, I have a Rumble channel and and here's Telegram and and podcasts and, you know, other things that that are unmoderated and completely free and open. But, yeah, I I feel like the days of certain viewpoints being able to use the digital infrastructure are numbered. Again, whether that's because of sunspots and Russian cyber attacks uh, or not. Uh, I, I thought about that today, too, by the way, speaking of Russia just with the the war and all this stuff. Um, you know, they've really been beating the drum of Russian cyber attacks for an extremely long time. And the other day Putin had this staten- statement that went out, I, I, I forget who it was to or if it was just media or whatever, where he said, you know, Oh, what was it? If, if any long story short, he said, if any country tries and tries to stop me, um, they're going to, how did he put it? They're going to have a, they'll be, they'll be dealt with in a way that that has never before been seen in history or what have you. And everyone's like, Oh my God, nukes. And I'm like, bro, they have been beating the drum of Russian cyber attacks for I mean, real hard the last three to five years, but really for a decade, cyber attacks, cyber attacks, cyber attacks. And so if you really want to cripple the supply chain, that's the simplest thing to do. Just flip a couple of switches in the right places and call it that evil Russian Putin. And there you go. You are able, if you're Mr. Global, you are able to facilitate your great reset that you want by doing that at any time. Uh, Anyways, enough of the fear porn.
3: (laughs) Or is it going to be that they just blame it on the white nationalists? Like they've been saying, are going to do it too. Like, that's the thing. It's just the focus is being put on the infrastructure failing. No matter who's going to do it, that's what they're going to do. And I think that they're just setting it up for Whatever thing is going to happen, because they already know that's what's going to happen. So they're strategically trying to make it work for specific groups to be blamed for it. And it's just going to depend on which one they need at that moment to gain control of America.
0: Right. And and they can, they can do that at any time. And of course, they could choose their enemy at that point. I mean, and that's why, and th- this is what I'm seeing over and over again, uh, from close friends to you know, even like Adam was saying on no agenda, but the uh, yesterday's, I guess. Um, it's, it's, it's abundantly obvious and to, to the enlightened, I guess maybe, but it's, it's pretty obvious that this whole thing is just one. It's, it's just all fake and gay. Like there's, there's no real shred of truth in this. Um, Certainly not from mainstream the mainstream media, you know the usual suspects, that kind of thing, and even on the alternative media, I mean you just see this and that and and none of it makes any sense none of it none of it lines up with anything else, and not in a difference of perspective way it's It's really truly you know layers of psyops that are going on here. Putin is lying to his people and to the world uh the United States and and its cohorts and intelligence agencies and the military and so on is lying to their citizens and the world. Um, Zelensky is lying to his citizens and to the world, you know, and, and, and it's really, it's 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 kind of bizarre. Um, But the thing that worries me is that they all have really tight connections. I mean, even in that group I just listed, they all have really tight connections with, um, the world economic forum and they haven't, the only thing that they're doing is just sitting back, putting out one more article about how we're all going to be chipped up and eating bugs and, you know, fucking robots, uh, a decade from now. It's like, they don't, they don't care at all. They're just beating the drum and carrying the narrative. Um, and on down we go. So I don't know. I don't know, but it, it, it does really seem, Uh, very polluted uh, in terms of what's real and what's not, especially in, um, I mean, I, you know, I hate to say it, but after the 2020 election and after the Wuhan, where you have people on the left who are now reaching the conclusion uh, because they can't avoid it, that the damn thing doesn't work. um, They were hoodwinked and I think a good portion of them are waking up to the narrative, or, or to the realization that that lockdowns and masks and all this other stuff uh, over the last two years has been the same load of bullshit uh, that we were saying it was all along. And so now you have the world stage has flipped. You know they've they've it's Act Two, right? <laughs> and it's the Ukraine War. And I don't know, man. I mean. You know, I see a lot of people, a lot of liberals who are uh pray for Ukraine, 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 oh my God, oh my god. And a lot of people on the far right think that Putin's doing the right right thing somehow. Um my stance is and will remain um that war is hell, and I don't wish it on anybody for any reason. Um, but beyond that, I don't have much analysis uh because it it honestly looks like crap just from every angle it looks like bullshit and 100% untrustworthy so yeah now that I'm between rants here
3: um okay, so is the depressing part coming soon or are we done with that for
0: tonight <laughs> <laughs> well no i was going to I was going to give a word from our sponsors. <laughs> um, no, uh, uh but if you would like to support the show, tripodbroadcasting.com slash support uh and anything you send us, we will read on the show. And of course, you can go to EBLE's E-A-B-L-E-S dot com and mydelta8.com, all spelled out. Links will be in the description for this show, and you can use code GTST for the highest discount available. But so what exactly are you working on right now, babe? I know you planted, you got some stuff started, what, Sunday or two days ago? And what what comes next? What's the next phase of the garden? And how soon are we going to be eating?
3: Uh, Well, the eating is probably like a month away. So you can start counting down. It'll just be lettuces, so... You're gonna be a bunny vegetarian for a minute, but you know, we'll have cilantro. They're easy to eat.
0: Oh yeah, and cilantro. Oh my gosh, yes.
3: And hopefully some basil, basil soon. Um, yeah, I started a bunch of plants this week. Pretty much everybody has been, um, because it's the time where you want to get the stuff that has a really long season. That's upwards of. 100 to 120 days that it needs before it can be mature and start creating um, babies for you to eat. Um, You have to get those done earlier because we do have a shorter season where we live in the middle of the United States. And so things like eggplants, peppers, that kind of stuff, melons that go for long season, you have to get those moving before you can plant them outside. And I also started a bunch of lettuces, herbs, broccoli, stuff like that, that will be able to be planted a little bit sooner than than that, because I'm going to be able to put those in the ground as soon as it looks like it's going to stop freezing a little bit. So I'll be putting some lettuces and stuff in the ground in the next probably two weeks, I would say. Um, But I wanted to get them a little bit of a head start and I'm going to keep seeding them as we go. So we're just not going to run out of lettuce. And I have magically discovered that the spot that I picked for a new garden is actually going to be one of the cooler spots in our property. So just based on what's happened over the winter, it seems to be shaded, more shaded and have cooler temperatures because the snow never melts there, apparently. So now we're going to, it looks like we're going to be able to have kind of a cool weather garden throughout more of the year than I was planning, which is gonna be nice because that lets you keep your leafy greens and herbs. I'll even be able to plant extra potatoes and garlic over there um, and really give the main garden space to the things that need tons of sunshine. So your tomatoes and peppers and zucchinis, those kind of things. Plus all the wonderful, glorious flowers that I'm gonna be doing this year, which I'm so excited for. Decided to go a little crazy with that.
0: Are you doing? But yeah,
3: that's you, kind of. Hard.
0: You said flowers. Yeah. Are you? You're not. Are you? You trying to sell flowers, or no? Or just grow? No,
3: I just. Well, because flowers bring pollinators, and we've kind of made the decision to not utilize a beehive this year. So, I had already started last year to put a lot more flowers into a garden than i've seen before just because it made sense to me and i've done a lot of research on it since then and now i'm going to be strategically using specific kinds of flowers to get the things that i want to come into my garden and repel other things plus i have discovered that i obsessively love sunflowers and that seeing a sunflower in my backyard makes me the happiest that i've ever been in my whole life isn't it the so... best, though? it it is it is the best it is, and i I have never really liked sunflowers that much, but after those few that we planted last year and just how incredible they were and how happy I was every time I walked outside my door, I've determined that I will have sunflowers forever. And I probably have seven hundred sunflower seeds sitting in front of me right now. <laughs> oh my God, because I got I got tons of different kinds. I've got the seeds that we saved from last year. I had a couple of people, um, from a Facebook plant group, send me some packets of sunflower seeds. So we are set for the sunflowers. I'm so excited. Nice. Yeah.
0: Well, there, there, uh, there is a limit to like, you, you can't put just like hundreds, can you? You can't do like a field of sunflowers.
3: I mean, I could, but we have deer, a lot of them. So I would have to protect it. So the only sunflowers that I'm putting in is uh, there's going to be a big section in the back of the expanded garden that we're going to be doing here shortly. Um, And so it's going to kind of line the back wall of the big garden. And so those tall flowers will give shade to like the eggplants and peppers that I'm going to put in front of them as the afternoon sun is happening which will help them to do better in the summer, because they didn't really have any shade last year, which is what I've kind of pinpointed as the issue that I had with my eggplants and peppers last year. So I'm gonna try to baby them a little bit more and give them some extra protection and doing it naturally rather than with tarps and things by using the sunflowers. Plus, I'm going to have spaghetti squash going under the sunflowers. Last year, we had trellis the spaghetti squash um and it seemed to make the vines of it very very weak um whereas other things were really successful being trellised and those plants just didn't do really great especially cuz i think they were just exposed to a lot of sun that way so i'm going to plant them amongst the sunflowers so the so sunflowers, the sunflowers able able protect, protect them. them and then it will um they will cover the ground a little bit more with shade and keep the weeds down under the sunflowers, which will make my life simpler.
0: (laughs) Uh, I see Jesse has joined us (laughs) smoking a cigar. What's up, brother? Dude, that was, I'm going to have to cut that whole section out. That was nuts. That fed back at almost the exact, I don't, I don't know if he had like a Bluetooth mic on or something or, or what, but that was yikes.
2: Anyways. (laughs) That was wild. Ooh, that was weird. You still there, babe? I am.
3: I was going to ask you, do you have any special vegetable requests?
0: <laughs> uh, Yeah. I mean, I think we've already talked about everything. All the, uh, the orange tomatoes for sure. I need those freaking orange tomatoes, man. Those are, I cannot wait to make salsa with orange tomatoes.
3: I don't understand what you liked about it so much. That was probably my least favorite salsa that we had this year.
0: Can you hear us now, Jesse? Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Oh, good. That's good. No feedback. Oh my goodness. Dude, that was terrible. I don't I don't know what the deal was. It was it was it came back, it was coming back like so loud. Yeah. It was like I was in Ukraine or something. Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Got yeah, my
0: Carlin was right shirt on.
2: Um, oh, do you?
0: Yeah. I, uh dude, it sucks seeing you smoke a cigar actually because I i bought two cigars um and then I took them to the Super Bowl or the, when, when I went to mm-hmm. watch the Super Bowl. Um, yeah. And then I took them to Aaron's house and I left them at Aaron's house. And now, yeah, because so, we were going to smoke them, but then it was like, I don't know, eight degrees that day. And so I was like, ah, screw that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'll- I'll bring some next week. If you, if, if you want for the bonfire. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Yes, for sure. All right. I'll bring some. Um, It's going to be fun. First bonfire of the year.
4: It's going to be great. you need to let me know what, what kind of stuff your, your, your son is into? (laughs) Oh, don't worry. I didn't want to say his name. I'm on the show. I didn't want to say his, I didn't want to say his name on
0: the show. Oh, that's fine. I I, don't I'll cut it out too. Um are you d- don't bring a gift. Don't do that. <laughs> What's the point? I hate gifts. I'll talk to, I'll talk to Meredith. Talk to Meredith. If you're gonna
3: bring a gift, make sure you don't forget that it's also a birthday. Okay, great. You
4: you said you said you said bring Disney movies?
3: Yes. All the Elsa.
4: <laughs> I will kick uh, your ass, dude. Uh, <laughs> I, told, I told Courtney I said, you know it'd be funny is just to get to bring some Disney movies as 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 a gift. I'm sure Addison and watch watch the look on his face.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, oh, no. d- just make sure and give totally those do. to us after we have the fire started. It's just a personal thing, right? No big deal. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly.
3: The best part would be he would just say, "Oh no, we don't have a DVD player."
2: It's yeah, true. Yeah. Right.
3: Yeah, we're doing a party for both of them because we're lame like that.
4: Okay. So. <laughs> Is it really both of their birthdays, or are they just really close?
0: Really close.
4: Really close. Yeah. I have two of my sons. They're like about a week. They're eight days apart in the month of July. So, yeah. you can double up that for sure.
0: Is that what you guys (laughs) do? You guys double up for them?
4: Uh, If we do something, we would probably be tempted to, yeah, just like, okay, cool. It's your birthday and yours. So, let's go ahead and just do bowling alley and we're celebrating both of you guys.
0: Right. Dude, I can't believe you, you text them and you're like, oh, it's date night tonight. What the hell? Your driveway is like like a hockey rink. Why <laughs> I don't but dude, I I
4: have a Jeep Commander and I went I, I went to the so gym what? a little while ago. Hey, am I interrupting anything by the way? I didn't mean to come oh, in not here really. and hijack and go on video. Okay. All right. <laughs> I realize I'm on the show. Um yeah, no, so I went to the gym earlier. Right. And uh, I took I took my Jeep Commander four-wheel drive, you know, and uh but it was fine getting out of my house, but as soon as I turned in it was like, ooh, it was scary. But all my kids, all or all this, all my boys were like, can we go? Can we still go to Mimi's house? I'm like, yeah, but we have to take the Jeep. Uh, so I, I didn't want them to miss camp out, and I figured I had already gotten out. But since it got colder tonight, yeah. dude, it's a sheet of ice. I was walking up to my house in my cowboy boots, which have no tread on them like, at all. <laughs> <laughs> and And like, yeah. And so I'm like walking off into the grass and you know how narrow my driveway is and stuff. It was was great. It's crazy. We were fishtailing. I thought I was going to end up in the sinkhole. Yeah. It was
0: crazy. Well, that's what I I ran a quick errand this morning. And well, you know, you've been on our lane and, and our driveway and both of those were ice. I mean, it was, it was fine when I got out, you know, into the, into the city and all that. Uh, but yeah, it was, it, our lane and our driveway was solid ice
2: <laughs>
0: yeah i mean it's it is right
4: now it is a sheet of ice and that's what it is yeah so yeah i i i ordered some amazon prime stuff so i could watch the amazon prime <laughs> truck
2: get stuck
4: <laughs> i did i ordered why i asked you about a bluetooth speaker you're the worst dude you're the worst I was like, hey man i need to order a bluetooth speaker i'm gonna order prime so they can come down my driveway and i can watch the truck fish tail now We'll see. It's supposed to come two days from now. And by then it'll, it'll be fine by two days from now.
0: Right. Um, no, we already, so at the beginning, we already, we I already talked about, uh, the war or whatever you want to call it (laughs) quite a bit. Um, right now, man, it just doesn't make sense. Like it flat out. I mean, that, that was basically what I said, you know, it's like, it just flat out doesn't make sense. It's like that clip I sent you today of Adam Curry from over on no agenda, you know? Putin's lying, yeah. Zelensky's lying, uh, Biden and Co. are for sure lying, like there's no doubt. And yeah. yeah. Um, I and, and I really think it's it what's crazy is that the timing of this is after all of this coronavirus and all this and, and the 2020 election and all this. Um I don't think people have any trust at all. And and other than the people who are like brainwashed retards who are just like, uh, oh, prayers for Ukraine. Um and I'm not, I'm not I'm not knocking prayers for Ukraine. I'm knocking, you know, just oh th- let me just take the side that the boob tube told me. Um exactly. Exactly.
3: Oh Can we talk about that because I jumped on Facebook to look at a post that my sister-in-law sent me for um some mason jars that she wanted to buy Gross. and wanted us to go in with her. Well, I jumped on Facebook to look at those. Oh my god, every person on there was like i'm donating all my profits to the ukraine or i'm doing this or this business is doing this and everyone's changing their freaking pictures to have like the ukraine flag on them it's hilarious it doesn't even say anything on it it's just not i'm like was this necessary can i
0: can i interject and it is be a bit holier than now moment but if i can just interject (laughs) it is so amazing not to see any of that bullshit ever. I got to say like, and I haven't thought about it um, and I still consume plenty of the, the matrix or the machine or whatever you want to call it through avenues like telegram. But the fact that I don't have to see like the, the brainwashed retards, I mean, seriously brainwashed retards go in waves after something. And as they believe something and those, man, I remember how just utterly infuriating that was. And I'm so glad I don't see it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And the weird thing is, like Meredith, you, you just said, I
4: know a lot of these people and a lot of these people yeah. are well-meaning people. A lot of these people are people I agree with on a lot of other issues and things. But I'm seeing the Ukrainian flag just everywhere. And I'm like, do these people really know for sure Ukraine's in the right? Do we really know for sure what we're hearing from the boob tube? That's and, exactly
3: and my point.
2: Media? How, how, do, how like, do we know?
3: I could not believe it because it's all these people that for so long have been like, and, and it's people that would agree with like the misinformation from COVID and like how we've been sold all these narratives and all this stuff. And then they immediately, as soon as there's a war, they're like, must follow the narrative, must follow the narrative. Like, and it is so funny because I was, um, I was at my grandpa's house today visiting with them and he started to say stuff and basically was just like, well, the Republicans will solve it. And I just looked at him and, and I was like, what did they solve? What have they solved thus far? The Republic.
0: Yep. He said he
3: that. Like, well, we have to keep, you know, we just have to really keep voting and, and make sure that we're really putting our voice out there. And I was like, but what has it done? I was like, what has it actually done? You know, cause he blames, cause we were talking about um, the, the people, the leaders that have children that are working in the Ukrainian gas um, companies currently, and just yep. discussing some of that. And he was like, yeah, they're all, those guys are all corrupt, blah, blah, blah. And then he turns and he's like, and the Republicans need to do something about it. And I was like, no, no, you were so close. You were so yeah. close.
4: But Meredith, a year ago or so, a year and a half ago, I would have completely, ag- I, well, not completely, but I would have agreed with him. No, completely. A, no, a lot. That, 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 that it really depend. I know, but it, it, I really would have said, okay, yeah, we, we just need to win the midterms coming up. We just yeah. need to get a better president in. I don't think that way anymore. I think this whole thing is a charade and it's not GOP or Democrat, although I do align more from a standpoint of traditional values, supposedly with the GOP, although more and more, the more I find out about these people in the GOP, the more I'm like, these people aren't about traditional values. These people are about getting my vote, talking about traditional values. getting your dollars.
0: They're They're about getting your dollars. They're not
4: true conservatives. Exactly. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. These people are not going to solve the issues. And I'm sick and tired of both sides of people that have made a career out of politics. These people are, both sides, you got 80 and 90 year old people practically running around out there that have been a part of the circus for 50, 60 years. I'm sick of it. These people should be all voted out of office.
3: That's legitimately what he said today. He was like, you know, these people there, we just got to get rid of them. We got to get rid of them. And I'm like, but they're the same ones that, everyone has been voting in over and over. How can you say, because he was talking about how Americans are done. And I was like, how can you say Americans are done when we've been doing the same thing for 50 years? I was like, you're as old as all of these people that are in the government right now. Like, they're not changing. And, and I was like, how do you think their kids got those jobs? Like, they're just using the political influence. And even if they were no longer in the positions that they are, they would still have the same power that they do, in my opinion.
4: Yeah. I mean, we not we're not really getting a lot of fresh blood ever and a lot of actual people that are not a part of the system.
0: It's cuz you can't uh, vote reptilians, bro. Come on now. It's,
4: it's all it's all the people that continue to churn their way up the ladder and then they stay in there. They're like they're like uh they're, they're like sucking what, what is the uh what is the bug that sucks the blood out of uh out of its victim or out of people. What is it called? It's a
3: tick. leech
4: a leech. They're like a bunch of leeches. That's what they are. Every one of them. GOP, Democrat. I mean, I can't stand Democrats as far as the high level officials and stuff. But more and more, I can't stand the GOP party either. So it's just Yeah, we're uh these <laughs> it's it's more precarious because I feel like I, I used to feel like I had a horse in the race. Like, oh if I just made a vote, my vote matters. Now that I don't feel like that, I really feel not alone but politically I do feel isolated for sure.
0: Yeah. Well, it I mean and not to, you know, bang the same old drum, but but it's 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 kind of like I've been saying, man, it's anymore and I, I mean I was saying this 3 years ago, I really was. Any more it is freedom versus totalitarianism. It is yeah. the sovereignty of the individual or uh, 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 the sovereignty of the state across and that 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 is across all political spectrums that is across all countries all ideological boundaries all religious boundaries that is the battle and there's a group of people that fundamentally hate the sovereignty of the individual you know regardless of whether that's because they're satanists or Jews or or whatever like the reality is there are people in this world who hate the sovereignty of the individual and that's what we have to work to, to, uh, um, preserve.
4: Right. Right. And the way you, we, well, there's a lot of ways you preserve it, but it's not just the sovereignty of the individual. It's that I, I firmly believe these people hate God.
2: Oh, absolutely. So therefore they, Yeah,
4: they, they hate image bearers of God. And as a result, what they want, as you pointed out is totalitarianism. The yeah. state wants to be God, lowercase G they want to be God. They want to be in place of God sorry as a as a bible believing christian that's not that, that's not the way that's yeah. not the way um so yeah most of these people gop or democrat and even a lot of independents it is a power struggle for them it's not about truly giving me back more freedom it's about continuing to siphon and to take and to tax me to death yeah and to gain control over me anyway you know oh we'll give you this handout that's why the democrats are so popular we'll help you with this we'll help you with that and it's like no you're giving me the little bit of
0: they're buying votes,
4: chocolate that's that's exactly what they're doing they're just yeah they're winning people over that way they've been doing it for years and years longer than we've been alive
0: yeah yeah No, it's true I, i you know my my only fear uh or concern um looking down the road is is you know when and i mean we've talked about this before but it's like I don't know when is the time when are we actually going to have to say no um to to this mindset uh in in a very real way
2: uh yeah, yeah. I, yeah I i go ahead
4: well i was just going to i was just going to say from the level of the individual from the f- familial level for me it it's 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 you know god's the first institution that god set up government wise was actually in the home was the family? Mm-hmm. So for me, first thing I want to get in order, the thing I want to have in order, no matter what, no matter how bad our government gets, is my family. Yeah, and it's it's the family government that I have control of at this moment. I don't have control of Washington or even Missouri politics, but I do have control of my home, as God has given me, my family. You yeah. know, and and so there there is a measure of that responsibility that I, that I have, that you have. Um, and that I think as other Christians, they need to realize this is, this is your first and biggest calling is your family.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's... because we're
4: not, because we're not going to just win Washington overnight. We're not just going to, you know, I, (laughs) people are so, we talked about this before people are so engrossed with their, with their entertainment mm-hmm. and with the little bits of things that they can get. Hey man, as long as we're Netflix, it, yeah. you know, it's the Netflix and chill they're mentality asleep. that they're asleep. Have. Yeah. They're asleep.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it, they really are. And, and the more of that stuff, I firmly believe this, the more of that stuff we put in as people, you know, the less we can even process these other things. And that's why we see things like on Facebook, like, you know, just, oh, Ukraine flag, everybody else did it. Now I'm going to do it. Like, that's exactly what we saw with the jab in a sense. And, and I mean, arguably one is way more damaging than the other, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to blow out your immune system, (laughs) changing your profile picture to, to the Ukrainian flag. But, um, right. But it does make me
4: question how fast, like Meredith said, how fast work just giving in to oh this is the narrative okay let's go along with it yeah. no these are the same people that gave us the bs narrative that we've had for the last two years of our lives three, no yeah. thank you
0: yeah three years i'm just gonna jump
4: on a bandwagon and like i told you earlier i'm not gonna take a stand for ukraine or russia at this point when i have a government that is vehemently concerned with chopping off both of my freedom loving
0: legs exactly yeah um it, if I were you, though, I, I'll pay you to do this because because you'll probably get banned. But uh you should change your profile picture on Facebook to a Russian flag, please. Please. <laughs>
2: you were gonna say that, ah!
0: dude. How amazing would that be? Just to oh, troll. Which, Just to troll. How like, about
4: I put Putin Putin's face on my profile picture? You know, big thumbs up.
0: It'd be amazing. <laughs> it'd be amazing. Oh,
4: it would be good, but I'm sure. I, I Yeah, you're right. I would probably get banned.
0: He probably would. And you I have.
4: Would. And and unfortunately. Because people have already decided Ukraine is in the right for some reason, and I don't know, maybe they are. I yeah. think that's the thing. I like I told you earlier, the problem is I don't really know. Uh, the, <laughs> the thing is, a lot of these people would immediately think what I basically just sided with
3: Hitler. So many people in our government are going to make money off Ukraine being attacked, that it's not a good idea regardless. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Right. yep.
0: Precisely. And I mentioned this before you hopped on, Jesse, but I, I haven't mentioned this to you yet, but some something to think about is over the last, well, really, I guess since Trump got in, so like 2016-ish era and, you know, even earlier, we have heard this drum of Russian cyber attacks just in every context, uh, in terms of Hillary's emails, in terms of Trump, in terms of it. Like, that is burned into our minds, this idea of Russian cyber attacks. And, and I said this earlier, I'm mean, going to repeat it again. Sorry for everybody listening to, to the MP3. Uh, but think about that in the context of that comment that Putin made the other day when he said, oh, if anybody tries to stop me, basically, broadly speaking, he was like, if anybody tries to stop me, they'll see you know repercussions such as history has never seen or something to that effect. And everyone instantly, and 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 because this is what you brought up, and this is what I thought when I saw it, to be fair. I'm not pointing the finger, but everyone was like, oh my God, he's talking about nukes. This this maniacal dude in the nukes. And I'm like, it just hit me earlier in the in the broadcast, and I was like, wait a second, bro. Like they have been doing nothing but telling us about Russia and cyber attacks for the last six, five, six years now. So I don't know. It sort of puts that comment in a little bit different perspective, especially if, like me, you don't think nukes are real. <laughs> do you think?
4: <laughs> okay, different. That's a different topic. Are, do you think? Do you think the idea is to mess with the power grid and the and the you know all of our connection and all that?
0: Yeah. I mean, okay. You think that's it? It seems like that is the most likely scenario because, I mean, our our data and most people even already know this our data is so, you know, everywhere. I mean, it's like, you know, we get emails all the time where they're like, Oh, uh, your, your data was lost in this change your password here. Apple notifies a million users, you know, WhatsApp, but it's just constantly. Um, so yeah, I think if they were going to, whether it's real or not, I think if they were going to do that in, in terms of a Russian cyber attack, you know, just to f- sort of fulfill out that narrative, Yeah, I think I think it'd be much bigger Uh, infrastructure, communication, transportation, uh, food supply, uh, power grid, those sorts of things. Sure. Who knows? But then again, I'm a fear monger. So.
2: Well, you know,
4: there's there's we should be very uh, skeptical and lots of crazy things are on the table. So, you know,
0: lots of crazy things are on the table. And, you know, that's that's why I say what I. I say all the time, you know, I I send to my buddies, because my one buddy likes to make fun of the idea that that, you know, we should eat our own food and that kind of thing, grow our own food and that kind of thing. And yeah. I tell them all the time, I'm like, there's no time like the present, my friend, because, you know, independent of whatever this Ukraine Russia nonsense is, of the thousand things it could be, you know, I I do think it's possible where there's a day where we can't go to the store and get everything that we used to get, um, ranging from gas all the way down to to toilet paper and 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 soap you know
3: yeah well that's a that's a big thing that's happening kind of in my circles right now is people are really genuinely concerned about the prices in the grocery store and stuff like i i was at the store the other day and a can of beans was literally less than six months ago it was 50 cents for a can of black beans and now it's a dollar 27 like at aldi you know And so there's been these crazy jumps and things and, and it is really stressing people out. But I was going through the grocery store the other day, you know, and Addison and I were having the conversation while I was there. And I was like, okay, it's a month until I have things coming out of my backyard. I have enough food in my house right now that we could eat until I have food in my backyard. And I have all the things that I need and all the knowledge that I need to be able to provide for my family. As much as I can, you know, we've got eggs coming in. We, you know, we're, we're doing things to keep us from having to be terrified. And last year or two years ago, I guess, um, when there was stuff missing from shelves and all this stuff, there were several times that I personally had to kind of fight myself in the store to overbuy because I just wanted to have it. I just wanted to know that there wasn't going to be a problem, you know, and this time I don't feel that way at all. Literally. I just, I knew that I had planted seeds and I was like, okay, so it's going to take this many days until we at least have stuff that we can have salads. And if we eat salad every single day, that is what we do. And it will be fine.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I will tell you that if the, if the boogaloo, if the shit hits the fan real quick here, like in the next, like two, three months I for the interim, right. When the apocalypse starts, I, we will be vegan. It's just, it's a fact of life. <laughs>
3: No, we will get to have eggs every other day and we'll share them.
4: You're not going to be totally vegan. you got plenty of eggs.
0: That's true. That's true. Yeah, eggs. Yeah. I forgot that goes against that that weird religion.
3: Plenty might be saying a lot currently. Yeah, that's
0: true. we got to get these five.
3: Our most recent loss.
0: We're getting about four to
4: five eggs a day now, which is good. And we found out we have two roosters, so we can also, uh, you know, make more baby chickens. Nice. Uh so that's what the boys are hoping to do. And you guys had an incubator, right? Did you guys do some incubation process? Yeah. That worked for you guys?
0: babe you want to talk about that or you want me to? I can. I was going to um, say you mostly yeah. did it. <laughs> uh
3: yeah, no it was great. We we got 12 eggs just from a seller on eBay and then there ended up being seven that were fertilized and five of them made it. So we have five little chicks in our house right now, which that's a really high number for eggs that were shipped in freezing weather. Like there was a lot of stuff that was happening. So there could have been more that were alive at one point, but as far as I can tell, we had seven that were alive and then five that made it all the way through. So that's pretty really, great.
4: That's no, really good. I think the, I think what i looked up or what well, we watched some video with some farmer and he said Nor- normally a third of your chickens or small eggs that hatch or whatever won't make it um so
2: that's not bad
3: yeah and, and they say that that number especially goes up most of the time when you have shipped eggs less than half of them end up being viable at all so god really answered our prayers on that one now we just have to keep praying that all of them are hens. No roosters here, and
0: and also that they survive.
3: (laughs) Well, yes, survival. You know, we have that problem here.
0: You
4: guys have a you guys have a coon problem because we have some massive raccoons that have killed quite a
0: few. We have a coon problem. We have a leave the door open on the chicken coop, chicken tractor problem, and we We have dog problems. We have have bobcat
3: problems. Yeah. Oh, cats! Wow, really?
0: Yeah. Yeah, we're pretty sure. Yeah. Actually, the first what was it? Quail we had at that Chicken time.
3: We had a black bear.
0: Yeah, we did have a black bear last summer. I don't think they would screw with chickens though. Oh. Yeah, there was there was a black bear spotted like two miles from here last summer. Yeah.
3: Well, yeah, we have to keep all our animals entirely locked up, or they get murdered.
4: Yeah, yeah, and the raccoons they they just do it for sport.
3: They're yeah, like,
4: they're, <laughs> they're like they're like the Democrats of the, of the family world. Of the, of, of the animal family yeah <laughs> see that's the thing
3: i'm pretty sure the majority of our deaths have not they've not been raccoons because it hasn't been killing for sport yeah. like the creatures are entirely like eaten yeah with there was only one time that we had like half of one sitting there and that was the one that i was like oh somebody was just playing okay and that one probably could have been but
4: you guys still have your really cool one. The one that sounds like not an animal. It sounds like a, uh, a call ringtone or something. It's pretty.
3: Yeah. Amazing. He's the only one that's still around little uh, jerk face. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's
0: that's the last quail. And he, he really doesn't have a purpose now because I There's no other quail. He doesn't lay. He just, he's just a little shit. He just, <laughs> he doesn't. Yeah board
4: him and sell him on uh for ringtones man <laughs> this, is what the, this is what the alien spaceship encounter sounds like um <laughs> this is what it's gonna sound like it's when a,
0: they come. it's a really unique call um but it is really nice i like
3: hearing it
2: yeah but
3: it just sucks that he has literally no purpose because we we have a new cage that i built and we were going to see if he could like survive in it and he tried to kill himself there wasn't what? even like a predator he just i got him out the next morning and he was beat to a bloody pulp because he'd been running himself into the walls
0: quail quail will do that no that's that's a thing you have to and
3: he's insane he's also insane he
0: is he is but but you have to uh Quail you, you you have to like pad the ceiling or make it low enough to where they're not going to try and fly into it and and break their necks and stuff. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah.
4: Oh, that's funny. I remind they do that. That quail needs to be on uh the, the, I saw they're doing a reboot to the movie Jackass, which I never saw, but <laughs> that quail could be on Jack doing <laughs> man.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Are they really doing a reboot <laughs> of that movie? That's insane.
4: Yeah, I I saw previews. I didn't even see the original ones back 15 years ago or 10 years ago. Right. But yeah, like all have like, I think Johnny Knoxville, right. Isn't he like the main yeah. dude behind I, it? Yeah, I think so. He's got, yeah. like got the same haircut, but it's completely white. Yeah. <laughs>
0: probably. Completely...
4: Yeah. It's crazy.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, man, those were, those were the days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We used to watch a lot of that garbage in college. Uh huh. That was our <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: yeah. That's when that stuff was really popular. Um. Okay. So I have to ask do Do you have an official date? Is it has it been confirmed? I'll cut this out if you don't want me to. But is is Doug Wilson coming to the Love of Life podcast?
4: Last I checked, his people talked to my people, and he is <laughs> coming. <laughs> there it is. He is. Yeah, man, he's coming. Uh, I think it's March. Twelfth, thirteenth, something like that, right, babe? Tenth? It's early. It's it's like the first uh maybe the second week of your March. Anniversary
3: gift to us is having Doug Wilson on your show.
0: That's true. Our anniversary is the that? 10th.
4: Oh, wonderful. Well, there you go. Happy anniversary, Addison.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited for it. I know I know you think I'm just, you know, like a hater or whatever, but I am well, I am. He really- talks about it
3: constantly. Well, not constantly, but nonstop. Yes. You mentioned it to everyone, everyone possible. You have mentioned it too. you. are so excited.
4: Okay. You're so excited. Doug's coming on. Well, All right. no. and so, I'm, and I will ask him your question, by the way. Well, and this is
0: when, when she says I talk about it constantly, that that is what I talk about. And because I just, I walked into the kitchen the other day and she was doing something or whatever. And I was upstairs working and I ran across, it was either one of his vids or something or, or, or wouldn't no. So, okay, get this. And you're going to have a hard time believing this.
4: Probably,
0: <laughs> <laughs> as with as with most of my my postulations, my my random some thoughts.
4: Of, some of yours. There's other things that I totally think you're right on.
0: Like flat Earth. Are um. Really, no. So. Really? Yeah, anyways, so the the conspiracy <laughs> hole has eighty thousand subscribers on Telegram, and wow. and they post Doug Wilson vids all the time.
2: Do they really all the
0: time? Wow. All the time, and so I said to the guy, I because I know, well, I don't know him, but but I'm connected to the guy that that runs it, and okay, I I I I'm actually in their closed chat channel, which is only it's only like 120 people out of the eighty thousand, um, wow. and and but I mentioned the last time they posted a Doug Wilson vid, it caught me. I was I don't know, I was right in the middle of something with you or something, and it just rubbed me the wrong way. And I was, I was literally like, I was like, how can you post this guy with his post-millennial nonsense? And (laughs) I was, I was like, I was like, I don't get this. Like you post stuff about, you know, uh, the jab and the mark of the beast and all this kind of stuff right next to Doug Wilson. And I'm like, you know what he believes, right? He doesn't believe any of that's real. And, 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 and it was funny because one of the admins was like, he pops right back and he goes, uh, he goes, well, you shouldn't get so butthurt about opinions that aren't yours. <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, uh, yeah, exactly. And I was like, I was like, well, okay, that's fair. That's fair. And, and then the other guy, it, well, and then two other admins jumped in and they basically said, they're like, I'm a post-millennial. I, I just think we're in the time period that, that Satan is coming back. And, and from what oh, i go ahead.
4: Oh, I just said, interesting. interesting.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's, and that's, that's what I meant is that, And they were like, I was post-millennial before all of this, you know, Wuhan and all this other stuff where this stuff has really popped into the mainstream talking about Mark of the Beast and all all of this kind of stuff. Um, And I was like, that is really interesting. And another thing that I was going to tell you is the guy that gave me that revelation book. Oh, yeah. um, He is actually I I don't think he's post-millennial. Um, but he is Calvinist and he said, uh, cause we were just talking about it. Cause he handed me this revelation book when we were all at Aaron's house. And there was, there was, uh, it was like six or eight guys there and we were talking about it. And I said, Oh, by the way, uh, Doug Wilson, I have it on good authority that Doug Wilson is going to come to, to the love of life podcast. And he was like, are you serious, dude? That's amazing. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I was like, well, you know, tune in for that. And. um, and then he and then we started talking about this idea of of Satan's return and all this stuff. And he's like, I really want to know his thoughts on it. And I was like, well, I, I've put it in with Jesse and I, and I I have the utmost confidence that he's going to deliver it. Um, hopefully, like I said, in a serious way, because I, I don't know that he's ever entertained that. I mean, I'm sure he has. He would have had to. But I,
4: but let me just tell you on your show, I have no uh, plan of of sort of being snarky and asking that question from the standpoint of this is an honest question that you and many other people have. And I think it deserves a non snarky, which I'm sure Doug won't give a non, I'm sure it won't be snarky at all. And maybe he has considered it. It will be interesting to get his take on the question. And I plan on asking it to him seriously, posing it as, Hey, this is literally a, I'm asking for a friend. Some people say I'm asking for a friend. I'm literally asking literally. for a friend. Yeah. Yeah. I'm literally for a friend here. Um, so, no, I plan on asking the question very seriously and just to see what he thinks. And then you yeah. can hear whatever his response will be, uh, you know.
0: Yeah. It'll well, be- and, and my whole thing is is not so much. Oh, you know, this is the answer, because, as you know, I've I've had my many qualms with uh, post millennialism as a whole. So it's, it's not so much that or that I want to fit a square peg in a round hole. It's it's that. It is very interesting because if I'm not mistaken, I, I could be wrong, but if I'm not mistaken, that passage, um, that I sent you actually as a reference for the question is it, it directly precedes the great white throne judgment. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, and okay. so it's, so it's one of those things where it's like, well, the post, cause you and I, you know, when we talk about postmillennialism or eschatology in general, like you know, we'll, we'll butt heads all the time, you know, and just, well, this possibly means that and so on and so forth. But that's one of those things where it's like, well, there's not really for you or I, there's not really many ways that you or I could twist that out of like the story. Like if in fact, if I'm right in my recollection that it's right before the great throne, at least.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: So yeah, I am looking forward to it though. For sure.
3: I am, I am my, too. My question, I guess, to you, Jesse, would be based on, you know, what we were talking about earlier with how you feel that the world systems and everything are so anti-God and that it's not just, you know, they're anti-personal freedom versus, you know, being pro-government totalitarianism, but you really believe that that is an anti-God movement because we are the image bearers of Christ. Which I would totally agree with, but how does that play into your understanding of the eschatology if you believe that we're in the millennial reign of Christ right now? Because that's what—that's the way I understand that you believe, right?
4: What do you? Well, let me ask you this: Define the, I guess, the millennial reign of Christ. Do I do I think that Christ is reigning now, as it says that He is? In the book
3: of Acts. Not that he's he's just like God reigns over all because, you know, he he does. He's the creator of the universe, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And then Satan was given dominion of the earth. You know, (laughs) he even offered it to Christ. And, you know, as we know, Christ has conquered and is victorious. Mm
2: -hmm. But
3: my understanding is that you think that right now he has already... Conquered Satan and Satan is powerless.
4: I don't think he's a completely vanished foe, but I do think he is a beaten foe. And I mm-hmm. really even and this is you know this goes back to one scripture in particular that I know Addison. And I we've gone back and forth with the scripture many times.
3: I'm but sure when Christ.
4: Well, I, yeah, we yeah, have you but, you super
3: know, talk to me about that all the time. That's why I'm asking because I don't actually know what you <laughs> you have in play there.
4: So 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 in um. In the Gospels, Satan offers the kingdoms of the world to Christ, right? And he tempts him with it in the in the, in the desert. Um, when Christ rises from the dead, he he then asserts very dogmatically that he has all authority in heaven and on earth.
3: Um,
4: and Which started... I would argue he did
3: the whole time, even though Satan tried to well, give him demand.
4: I think by nature or by default of... That's a true statement. You're right, because he's God and everything else is created underneath him, including Satan. Um, Everything else is of the created order. So how could God ever not have some kind of dominion or control? But I think the difference is when Christ rises from the dead, he's saying he's victorious completely through his death, burial, resurrection. And he's victorious over Satan and over the curse now. I think that there's so the thing with postmillennialism, I don't think that there's going to be this immediate, oh, moment in history in our lifetime that we're just going to go, oh, okay now now we can see Christ. It has complete and absolute authority everywhere within every government system and sphere. A postmillennialist like myself believes that it's a it is a period over time and we can see the trajectory over time in the last 2000 years that the church has grown tremendously. Um, but we still have never seen a time in world history where not only are the people of the world and the nations of the world bowing before the Lord, but we, we, we've never seen a time where all the leaders of the world are doing that as well. And it's not going to be a, for, you know, the gospel is not a forced movement. We're not, we're not forcing the gospel on people. The, the Holy Spirit awakens people to new life. Ultimately, and the world, this is why this is one of the reasons why I don't believe that we're in the little season and then we're just, boom, expecting for the great white throne, which is one of Addison's questions, because the world has never been at a time. In, we've, we've never seen a time in history where the world has truly been Christianized. There's a, in, there's a chapter, I think it's Isaiah 65, where it talks about the lion lying down with the lamb. And it says that people in this time period, the nations will stream to the mountain of God, and that there will be people that live a longer period of time, 100 to 120 years. If someone dies before 120 years, he would have been considered very young. Well, what's interesting is you read the passage in Isaiah, I think it's 65. It basically is alluding to the fact that this is still space-time reality. This before Christ has his second advent, meaning that the world and the most of the, if not all of the world's systems at that time will be in subjection to Christ. And the reason why I I don't go along with this is the little season is because we've never seen that historically.
0: Your two minute rebuttal, babe.
4: <laughs> I was I was just giving a response. I wasn't trying to really create. debate yeah. Other
2: than
3: no, and and I don't really have a rebuttal to it, just because I really do. Come from the much more traditional, I feel like, standpoint from that to where I do believe that there's going to be a reign of Christ where he's going to come in in power and strengthen and rule. Now, I don't, I obviously haven't spent as much time as others have in studying that, and that's fine. But I don't think, you know, Addison and I were talking about this the other day. I don't think that I can personally live. And acknowledge a world where, you know, we are in the little season or that this is what the reign of Christ looks like, because that's just not what I understand the kingdom of Christ to be or our uh, who he says that we're going to be in the end, you know, and so I just have a differing viewpoint on that. And I just wasn't sure what yours was as far as that's concerned, because it's very obvious to me or it seems very obvious to me that the world is not headed in a Christendom-type direction, that there is growth more of darkness every day. The battle is getting harder and stronger, and the spiritual realm seems to be seeping in more and more. And I, I know people even personally that don't believe in God that can feel and see the darkness that is here and coming you know, even in the school that I teach at, like I've had conversations with people about that. So it just doesn't, I don't see this being the reign of Christ right now, because I don't think that it would be a confusing situation when Christ is ruling and reigning as Supreme personally.
0: Well, and we sure. all know that that it darkness is- comes because they're waking up the Nephilim. No,
2: <laughs> there it
3: is.
4: <laughs> yeah, But if, had we lived a thousand years ago, we still would not have been like, oh, though this is this is the reign of Christ, because you could have gotten your heads chopped off if you lived in certain parts of the world where now maybe you wouldn't have, because the way that they look at Christianity is 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 different. And it's not I mean, I don't know. I, I think that sometimes we look at historically we'll look at well, five hundred years ago it was it was better. I or or Christianity was more accepted. Well, <laughs> there was still quite a few hostile nations uh, that you'd get your head chopped off for not believing this or that about the world or about, you know, the systems. Yeah, that I they-
3: comes. I don't think it comes down to hostility so much as we're walking further and further toward lukewarmness and where there's a melding and a loss of the understanding of what it means to be Christian and to be holy and to be sanctified. Everything is Christian now. Under the term of Christianity, and what it really is, is deception. It's not showing the true light of who Christ is, and it's even causing more and more confusion because straight is the gate and narrow is the way to life. Like right now, there are droves and droves and droves of people that think that they are Christ followers that are not
0: that are faggots.
3: Well, and not even that, but I think that that is going to be that is the deception that Satan is trying to do, and if this were you know a, a rain that was walking toward Christ, I think that we would see fruit of that. but in fact, I think that we're seeing opposite of that, where churches are falling away, pastors are falling away, everything is built on shifting sand, and there's no firm foundation yeah. and well and I know, think even even it talk the Bible talks about how people are gonna heap to themselves you know teachers who are basically gonna scratch their ears and make them feel good and and I do believe that that is what is happening currently
2: hi micah hi
3: do you i just realized that every type of bean that i have is purple (laughs) we know that purple and teal are your favorite colors so it's okay
0: but no i mean in in a broader sense i think i i mean you obviously know this by now jesse but (laughs) but that that's kind of my whole thing is i'm like how how are we i don't know it just it it because you you've made the comparison of like oh you know well if we lived in the time of the holocaust we'd say the exact same thing and i'm like yeah oh. what's that yeah oh yeah anyway. yeah i
4: mean if, had we lived back in the 1930s and 40s we would have seen maybe possibly adolf hitler dude that guy he could have been the antichrist i mean he really was antichrist right. um, or some other world leader, you know Mao, I mean we're talking people that killed millions and millions of people right and not just one dictator, but Mussolini. I mean we're it's Stalin the, there have been so many horrible terrible times in the past hundred years, long bef- before we were born that it's hard for me to say all, all of our all of us talking that are on the show we're in our mid 30s somewhere around that vicinity time frame. I think it is difficult for us to get a a lens of the world uh, because right now we only have this moment in history at this time right now. I'm in agreement with Meredith when she says a lot of churches and such are a part of, you know, there's a lot of deception going on, no doubt. Um, And there's and there's a lot of Christians out there who think they're think they're okay, but they're antinomian and they're living their own lives really. They don't really care about Christ. They think Christ wants to give them their best life now uh in wealth beyond measure in this world and all this stuff. And you know, it's just like okay, well that's not the gospel of Jesus Christ. So, I mean, in that regard, I'm I'm in agreement with Meredith, but I also think we're we're a product of 2022 at, you know, my age 35. I've only seen the last I've only paid attention for the last 25 years of my life to culture the world at large and all of this, who's to say in the next five, 10, 50 years, mass revival doesn't break out. And I, I, I'm not, I'm not saying that for sure it will. I'm not in that time frame. but who's to say that God does not soften hearts everywhere in this country or in another country in India or China or somewhere else. He very well could. He's, he's the, He's the Lord and he is the one who salvation is from the Lord. So, um, you know, ultimately he could have mercy in our generation, in our, in, in our time. That being said, he might not, I mean, there's, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in agreement with you that there is a mass amount of deception going on right now.
0: Yeah. Um, I w I will say that there's not from, from my point of view, maybe, um, and and people that look at things the way that I do, there is not enough. We don't. Am I babe? <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't leave enough room for. And I don't know. I, I really don't like the word revival for, for whatever reason. I mean, I, I understand what it is and I, I, I love the concept, but, but for, for, Yeah, I don't like that either. Cause I was hijacked by the q tards. <laughs> it was, it really was. But I mean, I, I, yeah, we don't leave enough room for the Lord to work in, in everything that we see. Um, it's really easy to just say, well, it's, it's because of X, Y, and Z uh, or what have you. So, you know, I, I will definitely concede that. And I know that is one thing that bugs you, Jesse, when, when you and I talk, it's, you know, cause you'll say, you're like, you're like, well, God could do X, Y, and Z. And, and really despite our differences of opinion, even on things like Calvinism and whatever, like, that is still true because it's, it's in the word of God. So you can't, you know, it, it, if you're not going to leave room for that, well, then, that, you know, that then you're picking and choosing parts of the gospel full stop. So, yeah. And I definitely, I definitely do that, you know, but, but who knows, uh, my, con, my concern, my true concern is, is, uh, is the jabs over the next 10 years. <laughs> I mean, seriously, man, it's, it's, it has started to look ugly. And I, I, I think, I mean, there's no way it doesn't get uglier. Right. I mean, it, I mean, there's no way it's just like, Oh, wait a second. It it actually, you know, is good for you. Like it just doesn't seem <laughs> like, I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe it does, but I, it does, it is not looking good. The number of people that got it, it across the world. So.
4: Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people could die or suffer who knows what and they clearly some of them already are so who knows what questions will come out of the jab alone yeah absolutely
2: yeah yeah
3: have you guys heard anything about people that because you know in telegram chats and stuff there's like people who speak of detoxing and doing all that kind of thing have you heard of any doctors or anything that are like actively working on how to help people through that or rebuilding their immune systems or anything along those lines? Just the holistic ones.
0: I mean, I don't I don't think there's any mainstream doctor that is even really ready to turn the page because they're all still on. You know, the fact of the matter is they're all still on Pfizer's playbook and or, uh, you know, checkbook. So, yeah, I don't I don't think they're really ready to or can't turn the page. I mean, there's things like, you know, the children's health, what is it? RFK's thing, the children's health defense or children's health, something or other, Um, you know, all of whom are doing good work and things like that. But as far as, okay, here's what you can do if you've gotten it and going down the road uh, for the people that have gotten it, I, I haven't really seen anybody talking about that other than just, like I said, obscure telegram posts of, you know, people that may be doctors or may not be or what have you. But I think it boils down to defeating it in the same way that you defeat the, the supposed virus, you know, living a good life, detoxing from from uh, radio frequencies and getting plenty of sun and all those sorts of things are going to keep you from getting the damn thing. And cigarettes, actually, if we're going to really look at the data. <laughs> but but you know what I mean? Like, I think I think that is probably the best bet of anyone who's gotten the jab. I mean, if I had gotten it and I started to see what I was seeing right now, that would be my plan of action. It would be, I'd take some NAC and I would take zinc and D3 every day and I would get outside for a minimum of 30 minutes activity every day. But obviously I'm not a doctor and that's not medical advice. I feel compelled to (laughs) put a disclaimer so tripod doesn't get sued. Uh how long are you guys going to go with uh, with with Wilson? Do you know, or does he have it? Does he have it scheduled out, or is it just?
4: I told him forty five minutes to an hour is our typical time. Too low, and my friend. Expensive. Too
0: low. A minimum of four hours, bro.
4: Hours with Doug, dude. I wish he would. I wish someone like uh, it just won't happen. But I wish someone like Joe Rogan, somebody like that, would have him on because their worldview are so diametrically opposed to really one another. Right. It would just be an interesting discussion. It'd be a very interesting discussion.
0: Yeah. So you, what you're saying is you want me to get him on GTST?
4: Hey, you know what? Here's the thing. If you if you asked him
0: to, I know he probably would.
4: I, I'm not gonna guarantee it, but I almost guarantee he would. I've seen him go on shows that I'm like, whoa, he went on this show. I mean, it's, it's crazy. He'll 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 get on and he'll debate with people. Just you know, whatever they want to talk about. Yeah. he'll just get on and he'll he'll, he'll have written out a monologue. For himself and then he'll i've seen him debate guys over uh you know calvinism uh and, and other things and he'll just you know it doesn't matter if the person's super young or he'll if you invite him on your show he would probably come on
2: uh,
0: well
4: you then you can ask him anything you
0: want <laughs>
2: that's
0: true <laughs> that's true but you know i mean you know how, how's that going to work it uh, here it'd be fun <laughs> Pass, pass the bowl and let's talk about the Nephilim. That's how. We...
4: <laughs> hey, man, have you seen some of his videos on the Nephilim?
0: Yeah, I have. Yeah, he's, yeah,
4: he's got interesting takes on on, on all that. Yeah, and, and and he he somehow does, and I I wanted him to expound on it on his video, but he 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 thinks there's lots of stuff with the whole tech, and he compares it to the Nephilim from Genesis six. Yeah. So I, I want to hear him expound on that more, but he you know there's certain things that I'm like.
0: Well to me cuz I've said this to you before you know the thing to me is like well hold on we're being promised the same lie here right with with and and I I put all of it under one umbrella you know Elon's brain chip and the metaverse all these things supposedly promise the same thing that the serpent did like isn't that weird you know what I mean like here we are thousands of years apart and yet the main deception is is the simplest one that caused the downfall of humanity in the literal Garden of Eden. Like <laughs> that's on that basis alone, I'm like, well, hold on. We gotta pump the brakes on this shit. Like, because it it is not God. And I don't know. I, I, I think I think maybe I don't know. I think maybe it's convinced a lot of people that they are God.
4: <laughs> well here's the thing. I don't know if that's true. Because every stinking vaccinated person that I've talked to, pretty much they don't even trust the vaccine that they just injected into their veins.
0: I know that's All bizarre.
4: Still, I mean, they're still, and I, and, and I know there's some people that aren't like this, but the majority of people that I come across that have done this, they're still freaked out of their minds that they're going to get it. Yeah. Like, wait, I, I thought you got the secret vial here. I right. thought you got the secret sauce.
0: Yeah. The serum you know that's I mean? supposed to totally protect you. Yeah.
4: So obviously they don't have that much faith in the thing that they have placed their faith in. I, I don't know. It's, it's crazy. And and I know, again, I know there are people that have taken it for various reasons. I want to be sensitive to some people that obviously, you know, there's, but by and large, I just find tremendous amount of fear in most of the people that have taken it. Yeah. That walk around. It's like, they didn't really think it was God, or at least the people, maybe the people that are selling this stuff have a different thought about it. People that have injected themselves with it, by and large, they're still in fear, like, you it's wouldn't
2: gonna,
4: believe, you yeah. And jump on top of them; it's crazy.
0: Yeah. No, but I really mean, you know, like the whole like like God thing to me applies to all that other tech that they're that they're selling us now at a at an unbelievable rate. Like everything from the metaverse to you know Elon's junk to the self driving cars and the self driving trucks and the electric this and electric that. No, oh, blah blah blah. And it's like, man, this stuff is this, you know. It, I, I guess we're not smart enough to realize that it's all just another crate of junk from China. <laughs> like it's just, it's just another, ver- it's just slicker. They just put better paint on it and, and made it think for itself more, which, <laughs> you know, uh, that's why I'm like, I don't have any of that stuff in my, I went over to my buddy's house. Actually, he was in here at the very beginning. Aaron who has been on here before and I'll call him out. I I will call him out for this. Every time I go to his house, he has a ring doorbell on the front of his thing, just like you do, but his, he actually has his, he actually has the service, has it hooked up and uses it. And I'm like, dude, dude, you got it. That's the B system. Rip that thing out (laughs) of here, man. I told him, I, I was like, I was like, when you set the thing up, you agreed in the terms that they or law enforcement can pull it anytime they want, anytime they want for any reason, they can pull audio and video from ring devices. And if you don't believe me, everybody who's listening or what have you go look at the fuck up because it's true. It's true. And, and he was like, he was like, well, you know, and I'm like, no, that means, that means that a camera, cameras and recording equipment that are in your home, they can pull it whenever they want anybody. And you have no, I mean, that's not, you don't sign anything. You don't say I'm cool with that. I'm cool with whatever. And it's like, yeah, this is, this is not going to end well. I don't.
4: Hey, I don't even use mine as, as you know, and it will randomly, it randomly comes on. It shows three dots and little things. Now listen, listen. I'm going to take it down, probably Sunday. Yeah,
0: you will if you want me over again.
4: Waiting for it to get warmer because it's been so freaking cold. Um, but no, it 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 will randomly just come on, and I'm just like, what in the world? Why is this thing lighting up? I don't even have access to
2: this. Somebody well, does
0: i, I if somebody does, and I would bet that if you do look at the terms, I don't think it's predicated on the idea that uh you have to have the service. I think it just says that they can pull audio and video whenever they want. It has nothing to do with whether you're paying for the service right now or not.
4: Okay, so just real quick, I wanted to tell you I've been down the I've been going down the rabbit trail a bit more, and I've been watching some documentaries mm-hmm. on Sir Crowley. And Jack Parsons. Parsons, right? Parsons.
0: Par, uh, Parsons. My, Parsons, I think. Parsons, yeah. Parsons, yeah.
4: And, you know... Oh and my how's God. that treating I'm, you? <laughs> here, here, here's the deal. Regardless of how we kind of parse things out, right. eschatologically, whatever, I will say this. I, I did not realize fully, and I'm sure I don't completely, even right now, I did not realize... The level of impact that Crawley has had specifically on so many people, so many industries, so many things. And I was and, and, and as I sit back and I've been thinking through this, I'm just like, it's it's this dude had a tremendous impact. But most people don't have know no idea,
0: have most, no idea.
4: Most people have no idea where it comes from. And I'm like, it comes from this guy. Yep. It comes from this guy and his belief system who ironically, you probably know this, was raised in a Christian household, a legalistic one at that, but he ends up kind of trying to like combine and convolute Christianity, Mm -hmm. which he ends up hating, tries to add some of that to his whole scheme of devil worship. It's nuts. No, it It it, is absolutely
0: bonkers. It really is. It really is, man. And I'll tell you, uh, like I said... And and like I always say, when when uh, whenever you randomly text me something about flat Earth, and then we'll go, we'll go on about it for for you know an hour or two. But like he, here's my thing: I I don't care whether it's flat. I don't care whether it's round. I really don't. I, I don't care, and I don't I don't believe one or the other. I really, really don't. That being said, <laughs> this this don't you want to know though? Even though
4: you don't take a stand, don't don't you at least want to know? Ah, eh, not really. I mean, I would at least want to know. I mean, if I was in your position, kind of like Humpty Dumpty, like on the wall, I'd want to go over one side.
0: See, I, my thing, I, I would want to know and and get onto one side or the other. If if there were things that it would massively change, which is very possible. Like I mentioned the other day, Tesla's technology and how that seems to be predicated on on a, a certain kind of curvature and all this. So, yeah, like if there if there really is, I mean, you know, if we can just erect towers. To God in the right places on Earth and have free energy or or 120 year lifespan or or, or whatever whatever maybe is is possible with that kind of thing then absolutely, but broadly speaking that's my thing I, I don't really care one or, one way or the other. My thing is there's a whole pack of lies here that goes along with starting with the idea of billions and billions of years ago. Right. Which you and I, because that was one thing, you know, we got out of the way a long time ago where we're like, yeah, dude, it's laughable. Six day creation. I'm, I'm, I'm in it, you know? And the only thing that's made me waver at as I think I've told you before is what Dr. Hugh Ross says over his, you know, because he's an astrophysicist and I mean, he's written, I know, I know, I know, but he's, but here's the thing, Jesse, he's written so much and studied so much. And he believes that the way he's kind of got it spelled out, is right there in the text. I mean, and he will show you that if you do. I know, I know, but... I've read some of his books. Oh, doctor V... I haven't...
4: I've read Hugh Ross's books.
0: Yeah.
4: I'm just not convinced, but yeah. I realize he's a very smart, intellectual man. Right.
0: I, I, I give, him, give him that. But... Yeah. Well, and that's, that's the only thing that's made me waver, but... I, if you add what he's...
4: Pardon me. if you add If you add what he does to the text... I think you convolute the text itself, but go ahead. Yeah. I I mean,
0: I I can see that. Um, but all that to say it's, it's, you know, when you really zoom out and this is what I've tried to tell you, I'm like, well, I, I don't, you know, flat round trapezoid pyramid earth, you know, hollow earth, you know, all (laughs) of, all of them are possible, but this idea that NASA is framing this narrative of our cosmology when they are, they are demonstrable followers of his religion, Alistair Crowley's, it's like, okay, well, then I'm out. I'm out. I'm not interested in what they have to say or how they have to say it. Because as far as I'm concerned, when they're following that religion, there's nothing off the table that they won't do. So. I find it,
4: as crazy as Crowley is, and Parsons was, I get it, I'm in agreement with you. I find it, I find it difficult to believe that every NASA scientist in the last 40 50 years is is crazy like these guys. I just I personally find that hard to believe. Cuz these guys were not only crazy and smart men, they were evil. Like to the
2: core, these men were evil men who did terrible things. And I just I don't know. I find it difficult to believe that
4: all the all the NASA scientists are in on this sort of new age. And it really is a lot of, there's a lot of new ageism. But think about it,
0: think about it in this context though, because when you remove King Jesus, which is what they've done as a society, and all of that stuff is based on that, the billions of years, the, the every, when, when they look at the universe, because that's what Christians always tell me, they're like, well, science is, is we're learning more about things, which is really about God. And I'm like, but hold on a second. The people who are telling us these things and are are framing these narratives of the very world around us are diametrically opposed to King Jesus and, in fact, hate him on some level and have rejected him outright because he doesn't fit with all of that, because you can't make the Bible fit with, you know, all the narratives that that they spin. And so then when I look at that, I'm like, well, then it's just simple deception, Like it's not it's not a matter of these are evil diabolical people trying to rape my kids and whatever else. It's they're just deceived. It's they're they're just they've
2: bought the lie. It just happens to be a big one. (laughs) I don't know if well, let me just say this.
4: I don't think every person that works for NASA is a non believer, non Christian. And I think I think there have been Christians that have worked for NASA. And I've even shown you pictures before of like one of the very first times they shot off on the moon, towards the moon. Allegedly. We don't have to discuss
2: Alleg- allegedly if,
4: if they landed or not. You know, they were, they were quoting Bible verses, yeah. which I just find interesting. And obviously, hey, Satan can quote scripture too. Right. So, you know, there's that. But if if these people, all of them, astronauts included, and everybody diametrically hate God, why not why not come out with their hate you know like alistair crowley did or like that right. parsons did and these men hated god and they let people know it i mean they historically let people know these things well, i can so, answer that question so, for you why quote bible verses and talk about the glory of god is is you know is in the stars and we can see we can see these things and and in and, and their testaments you know the heavens declare the glory of god people from nasa would say those things so I guess they could be convoluting it, but at the same time, they Satan definitely grades
0: gave- as an angel of light, sure. is what the sure. scripture says. No, that, so, yeah,
4: that's true. But they didn't go full Jack Parsons, and they didn't go full Aleister Crowley. I yeah. think that that at least needs to be that at least needs to be stated. Yeah, for the historical record.
2: Well, of NASA. That but-
4: that being said, there could be tons. I, I looked up uh, Mars rover like a live webcam to see on on YouTube. Like to see what they're showing us right now. (laughs) Everything looks so fake fake.
0: and gay. Yeah, yeah. No, it looks like.
4: And I don't even. And here's the thing: I don't go with the whole narrative that they're for sure not there and all that. I the the problem is, it's like politics. I don't know. Yeah,
2: you're a cautious skeptic, though.
4: That I just go. Maybe they're there. Maybe they're not. I don't know. But this does look fake.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, it, it it does. It's uh, and and that's that's my concern because it's like, well, that's the push. That's the that's you know the final frontier, and all the answers are going to come out of there. And the other thing, which I will say, I I think you may have mentioned this the other day. You may not have, but I ran across uh some some other things about it again, which I've I've seen before. But um, uh, you know, you're talking about watching documentaries or learning about Alistair Crowley and his whole thing, but then. It's not so much NASA, which their numerology lines up with all kinds of things. I mean, you know, th- their head is in the clouds, literally. So you, you want to talk about astrologers like that. Those are your master astrologers. I'll tell you that right now. That being said, this other aspect of science and scientism, I would present the Gothard Tunnel and CERN and or Gotthard Tunnel, whatever it is, that, yeah. that giant tunnel over yeah. there. And those are two things right. where it's like, well, if you know the first thing about Aleister Crowley's, you know, religion and beliefs and all this nonsense, as you do, well, you watch those ceremonies and you're like, well, oh, 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 God, hold on. What is, what is this? And then, and then, Nuts. well, and then it becomes hard to convince yourself because I do that too. And I'm not, I'm not opposed to science outright. You know, I'm let's, let's smash the particle. Let's cure cancer. I'm, I'm all about it. Like, that's fine. But why is that stuff being associated with what i can i can obviously point out as pure evil right like cern sure. has a statue of a pagan god in front of it, it just right. it, they do they do admittedly they do whether they worship it whether and, it's real is whatever but and they murder people in front of it too <laughs> quite possibly <laughs> quite possibly right? it is it's yeah. dubious at there's, best holy crap uh-uh.
4: sketchy stuff no doubt
0: yeah Well, and then, and it's like that tunnel opening you can look at the whole thing and it's like, okay, well, none of this is about God. None of this is about, and, and yet I'm supposed to believe, okay, well, it's human achievement, which was, you know, blessed by God and, and, or not blessed by God, but given to us by God. Uh, And so that's why we dug this longest tunnel. And I'm like, well, there, I can tell you from the opening ceremony that they didn't do a shred of it for God. They can tell you that right now, you know? Sure. But Anyways, Mister you... Todd, there he is. What's up? Open line Friday. Mister or... Todd, you're on the air.
1: Dear brothers and sisters in Christ.
3: Oh, gosh, <laughs> <love> this guy.
1: Come <laughs> on oh, man, God dang, keep it, keep
2: it real, keep it serious, Cedar. Um, I. <laughs>
1: I apologize for not um, being in this entire podcast because from the last 10 minutes I've listened to, you guys have hit on some amazing, deep theological topics. I must ask, though, how you all feel about, and maybe you've touched on this and I just missed it, uh, the earth being billions of years old as shown by the Christian scientist, Dr. Ross.
3: You missed that. We
0: talked about him. Bye. Did you? Yeah, we did. We, talk, we talked about Hugh Ross. And I'm, uh, you know, to recap, I, I'm 60-40. I'm 64, and 60% I lean towards a, a literal six-day creation. I, th- I think it was, he spoke it, and there it was. Um, And 40% of me entertains the idea that maybe days referred to other time periods and other geological and astrological events. So that's where I'm at.
1: Yeah, possibly. Um. Another thing real quick, because I got to piss like a freaking racehorse. Um, You guys were talking about (laughs) Alistair Crowley. You should check out Moonchild, his novel, published in 1917. Amazing work, amazing man. He had some problems, but, you know, (laughs) we all do, right?
4: Yeah, that's right.
3: We all have problems. <laughs> I just love that Jesse's been on video this entire time because watching him laugh is one of the best things on the entire planet. Like when he actually loses it, it's hilarious.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, since since, um, since Mrs. Todd is on this call, um, are you going to be selling any of your...
0: <laughs> Jesse, God dang it, dude. I know. He's, it's a good <laughs> thing he's not jabbed or he'd be having a heart attack right now.
1: <laughs> Are you going to be selling any of your um your 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 uh your your sourdough makings or is this like staying within the Todd household?
3: Currently it's only being delivered to those that I love dearly. As in I took a loaf to my grandparents today.
2: <laughs> well, but
3: we have been expanding into, you know, we had some pizza dough this week. We made some pretzel Uh, buns for some sandwiches, you know, it might expand someday. I don't know.
1: Well, as a good capitalist, if you ever want to expand into selling your products, let me know and I'll slip Addison a 20 or so.
3: Well, there you have it, I guess. Don't worry, I'm about to become extremely busy in the garden, so you won't have to even consider it here shortly because I won't be baking anymore.
1: Oh. Well, that's very sad. Anyway, I'll let you guys go. I can't wait to listen to the episode. It sounds amazing. Mr. Fister. we got to get together sometime and talk about Jesus and mysticism and the stars and the Bible, Revelation, <laughs> the end times, all that good stuff.
4: <laughs> okay, son of Adam.
1: <laughs> all right. God bless you guys. Walk in the peace of Christ and continue the good fight.
2: Will do. <laughs>
3: Bye. <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> no, if I had to say now that he's off, I just real quick to you guys. Uh, he, he texted me um, when I put the notification out for the open line Friday. And he was like, Oh, what did he say? He's like, Oh, you should move this or do it another night because I'm going to be at the blues game tonight. So if I had to say, I think uh, our dear brother in Christ there has had a few.
2: (laughs) You think he's gotten in? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. I would agree. Totally. If he didn't, he would have.
3: Think about his partner. That's what I'm going to say.
4: One hundred percent, man. One hundred percent. He's 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 ready for the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> he's
0: uh, ready. Well, I have it on good authority that it's only the jabbed that, that are going to be able to see the blue beam aliens. So good luck with that shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
4: exactly. Isaac's book is really entertaining. Since you brought that up, by the way,
0: it's interesting stuff, isn't it, man?
4: It's interesting. It's interesting. You know, I mean, uh, you know, I. I think that he's done a lot of research and I find his research to be very interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I almost said that to you the other day. I haven't said it to anybody yet, but I almost said that to you. I'm pretty sure the other day when we were talking about Ukraine and I wanted to just say, I don't know, man, it's just, it's just really kind of a bummer. They went with the Russia, Ukraine thing instead of aliens versus us. I just, you know, <laughs> cause they're, they would obviously, <laughs> They would obviously both be theater, as this so obviously is, and, and I wish it was more entertaining. I really do. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I knew you were popping the popcorn, man. I knew it. You're just oh. like, come
0: on! Come on! It would be so great. It would be so great. I mean, honestly, it'd be better than this, because then oh. you'd have people on Facebook being like, oh, team aliens, we have to make contact and learn how to solve cancer and shit. They'd be, yeah, they, they, they would they'd change, change it to they a grade. They would
4: gray. change the profile picture and then there would be a little alien guy underneath like i'm for the alien
0: exactly exactly <laughs> can you imagine that that would be way better than this ukrainian nonsense now i'm like okay well i don't know which jews to root for who cares
3: <laughs> can we just start it like can we start it who cares we'll just make our own frames and just start telling everyone oh my god we saw it we just need somebody that's good with some cgi we can yeah. totally start this
0: it's much more elaborate than that and has a lot to do with sex magic, which I'm not a fan of. So
4: I, was gonna say, I want nothing to do with the people that are going to try to orchestrate that.
0: Isn't it wacky? Because here's, here's, another, here's another thing about Hugh Ross, um, it, which, you know, and I, I don't know if you necessarily feel this way. I know you probably entertain the idea just because of all of the preaching that I've done on the matter. Uh, but he believes that aliens are demons as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean his his he's well he says that ninety nine percent of reportings, you know, UFO sightings and Mm -hmm. um things like that, he's like ninety-nine percent of them are just misunderstood out of the gate. He's like, people report Venus as UFOs, people, you know, blah, blah, blah. There's all kinds of reasons why, but ninety nine percent of them can can be proven false outright. And he said, and then there's then there's another section that is technology that we don't know. Um, and people, people are just mistaking things for extraterrestrials that they can't explain that they see. And he's like, but there's 1% of sightings that are only explainable via supernatural means. And he's like, every time um, I, I can't remember exactly how he said it, but he said that every time he, I, I think he knew two or three people. Uh, That he was on a team of, and he he was a part of the team as well, who was taking UFO reports at one point during his career. And he said that the ones that couldn't be explained every time, 100% of the time, not even a question, they were involved or involved with someone who was heavily involved with occult religion every single time. 100% of the time when there was an experience, an abduction, what have you, that could not be explained every single time it was somebody who was heavily involved in, in witchcraft and that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah. Which yeah, I can totally. And then it doesn't. The idea of, okay, look, the idea of
4: aliens to me, honestly, is absolutely absurd. If there really was an alien species and I'm talking extraterrestrial life of some other kind, other than us, other planet people. Not, yeah. not planet people. Okay. We, <laughs> we would know i mean if they wanted to reveal themselves to whoever they would do it it would not just be the government orchestrating something behind the scenes out in the middle of a desert saying oh look we found this we found that if there really was a species of alien life out there they'd make themselves known which you know i i would i would agree with i think what your assessment is pretty much all of this is is it has to be demons and or some type of lsd trip or some other or usage of drug it's it's got to be those things because the alien stuff
0: to me is just so quacky it's it's in and of itself yeah it's it's new age religion it's new age religion and and that's the thing that's the thing that's similarly bizarre about alistair Crowley to me going back a little bit because it's like okay you know uh he hates god and Wants to come up with a religion where he inverts everything that God says. Okay, I'm on board. I get, I, you know, I, 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 I'm not on board, but I, I understand that, right? I can get my head around that. Now, this whole like, you know, summoning of a gray demon that looks exactly like an alien, and 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 all of the, this kind of stuff that where I'm like, okay, well, he was up to something. Um, at whether that was ancient religion or just modern hidden religion or what have you? Uh, he was into the same kind of darkness that I believe
2: is is a, you know outlined in the Bible. Truly, so yeah, sure, yeah. I, I think that it's it's very
4: it's to me it's simple to say this this has got to be something more along the lines of the spiritual. It's got to be demonic in nature than anything else, including that of the usage of drugs, uh, MK Ultra, which I believe probably has never really went away i i, I still I, I highly doubt t- the, whole MK it's ultra the media going on in the 60s, and the 60s it is but i do think that those uh, the, the the usage of the drugs in the mk ultra program yeah. was so on and under the table i don't believe that it completely would have dissipated like oh well we stopped doing that in 1960 or whatever like no like there's it, 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 they've got to be doing that and maybe they have figured out other ways maybe through media or through some other means or device to to do that to people but uh yeah i mean there's yeah it, it's they're not little green martians from a different planet i mean that is so absurd
0: it is it is yeah yeah and th- the problem or the weird thing is that oh, we're almost at two hours here um the the weird thing to me is that the mainstream view, and by mainstream, I mean like truly, truly, you know, like network TV, every household mainstream uh, idea now, is that they are extra-dimensional. The thing that I would cite when it comes to this is that Demi Lovato show, where she supposedly does all that blah, 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 wh- whatever. I haven't watched it personally. But but everything that I've read, you know, because I'll click on it and I'll read it because to me somebody who believes that they are demons, you know, when, when somebody's like, Oh, I'm going to have a show that's on this app, the Peacock app that everybody has, that all these people have on all these Roku devices. And, you know, I mean, they're in, you know, millions and millions of homes, whatever, not to mention the people that are going to consume an ancillary, like on TikTok and all this other stuff. And she's claiming we're going to have experiences and we're going to do things that facilitate alien visitation. And that's the claim I'm like, okay, because again, going back to my belief, we're in very, very demonic and dark territory there. Sure. Whether or not, whether or not most of the people that watch the show and and follow along or what have you have that experience or not, that, that's the kind of thing where I'm like, that can't be good because there's no little green men and, and nothing Demi Lovato says is going to make them show up and, you know, tickle your cheeks.
4: Exactly. We're not dealing with with an actual phys- physical flesh and blood type of species. We're dealing with a spiritual issue here, which we know as Christians, it's got to be demons, most likely. I mean, I, I don't other than if she's on some kind of crazy drug well, and, that's, and she's using. that, uh, Right. You know,
0: well, and that's. Experiences. That's the other thing that most people don't know. And you can look this up. Look, this is not this is not disputed, but it's really covered up. Everybody who's ever had an alien experience, alien experience, right? These, these uh, abductions and things of that nature um, is able to, it's a known fact that a hundred percent of the time that they say the name Jesus Christ, it's over. It just bam. And it's over a hundred percent of the time. Right. And so, and so I'm like, okay, well I know who's on the good and evil side. I know exactly Dr. how Mark. that works.
3: That was part of his supposition was that most of the people pulled themselves out by having someone call the name of Jesus or something like that.
2: Hmm. Yeah, no, it's, Yeah,
0: I think Isaac maybe mentions it in that book. I don't know if you finished it yet, Jesse, but he, but that's one of the things it's, it's a known fact, but the UFO community, right. The people pushing this nonsense, they don't, you never hear that from them. Yeah. Like they don't, because it's not even, well, you know, that's not even a possibility. And even if somebody said that and reported that in an experience, well, they're not going to share that because they hate him. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you also
4: see in the New Testament when Christians show up, demons flee, and we see those that are even demon possessed, they're set free Mm -hmm. when a Christian is up. So, yeah, I I do think we're in more of a spiritual battle than we are in some intergalactic star wars alien invasion type of thing i don't think it really comes down to that it it comes down to the spiritual nature of this yeah
3: that takes me back to my question that i keep asking over and over if we really know that that's how demons react to christians and the presence of christians then where are they now like jesus walked into town and everywhere he went he healed the sick and like cast out the demons every time there's one that happens alongside with whatever other activity he's talking about throughout the gospels so where are they really now how have we missed them why are they so subtle why do we not have the power a scary question to me because it really makes you look at like how you're living your life and have you stopped the power of jesus in your life, or? You know, how good are the demons now? Who have you missed? How are you not seeing it? You know, and that goes back to what I was saying. Like there's even at my school and stuff, people have talked about like they feel darkness, but they can't figure out where it's coming from. And I just feel like there's such a huge spiritual component that people are playing with all the time, just flippantly like this with these TV shows and aliens and and all this. And I think it's really stifling. Just, I don't, I don't know, because I don't believe that, aliens, that demons can stifle the power of Christianity. I don't. But I think that that lukewarmness that we talked about earlier is really stopping the power because people don't know what Christianity looks like anymore. They've all been deceived into, you know, what it really should be. And even us, we have stopped believing in the power and even stopped believing in the spiritual battle you know, Addison and I have talked about that, that the churches that we grew up in are really the only kind of churches that you ever hear people talk about like demon activity and like stopping that kind of thing. I don't know. It's just something I think about all the time. Where did the demons go?
0: Well, that's the thing. I think I've mentioned this to you, Jesse, before. Um, You know, the crazy part of that is, it is one of the. Th- I mean, it's not mentioned in all the Gospels, but I think it's in the Gospel of Mark, where Jesus lists that that crazy list, and he's like, hey, "Well, here's what my followers are going to be up to," and it's like, you know, casting out demons, healing people, you know, like, it, you know, this crazy list of things that all through my life I've I've just kind of thrown under the umbrella of, well, those are the wacky Christians that speak in tongues and blah 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 blah. You know, I'm, I'm not into that, but now I'm like, well, maybe, I, I mean, okay, you know, not to say I'm into it, but is there something more? that we're missing as uh, the, the church as a whole in, in terms of the spiritual battle that is so obviously playing out for it and before our very eyes.
4: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. I <clears throat> I think there's a distinction between someone that is clearly demon possessed because when we see demon possession, at least in the new Testament, we see people that are writhing on the ground, throwing themselves oh, crazy around. behavior. Yeah. Yeah, just the erratic behavior, kinda of like uh a dog that has rabies. I mean, you kinda of know the dog's rabid, hmm. you know.
2: Or at least most of them. You know that but you know that there's a
3: there was the girl that could just tell the future. He wasn't crazy. Who's this? The do you remember the um uh, the young girl that followed the oh, I can't remember who it was, but followed the apostles and was just basically like Right. saying that they were followers of jesus or something she wasn't crazy
4: yeah uh yeah but so the, what, what i well actually that kind of goes in line to what i was going to say there are those that are demon possessed that are in, in there's spiritually and physically there's a indwelling of a demon but then there's also
2: the the component of demon uh uh I don't want to say control, but um,
4: demon influence that someone can have in their life. For instance, using a Ouija board doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be full of demons inside of you, and you're going to start falling on the ground. But, um, but there are definitely there's there's a way to tap into that darkness where there might be demon influence. Maybe not demon possession, though. So perhaps some of that demon influence. Um, can lead to, you know, crazy things or words of knowledge. Now, I don't think that I, I genuinely don't think that demons can exactly tell the future the way that God Himself knows the future and only God. Uh, I, I don't think demons can know that, but they may have, you know, words of dark knowledge potentially, possibly. Um, those are some things, though, that are a mystery, and obviously for a christian it's not for us to personally and i'm sure no one on this call is you know wanting to tap into themselves um but how it all works there is a mysterious component to it but there is a distinction between those that are possessed and those that are influenced
2: by by the by demons at least that i've personally seen and witnessed well, let me throw this at you. Here's something
0: I think about from time to time, and it's because we know that the power of Christ is the ultimate power, the power of the indwelling Holy Spirit, like that's number one, right? And that's how the Bible describes it. And I believe that it is. So, <laughs> what's going on, broadly speaking, that we see so much of this in society? Just this you know, the things that like you and I, that you always say, you know, after I'll talk about Jesse and you're always like, you and I agree, you know, just, just the, the crazy, just the gender bending and just the, all of the darkness that is really the, like the forefront and focus. And so it's like, well, if we have the power of Christ, what, what, what do we not know or have forgotten as the church that, would sort of activate that power much more, and I think I think maybe it's it's something i don't know more significant than a belief because you know you and I know this that eight out of ten people that you would ask would have some kind of Jesus that you or I really couldn't say necessarily out of the gate that they don't get the idea of salvation and and I'm happy for that fact I am but like we're obviously losing on a grand scale a spiritual battle right now. And so I don't, go ahead.
4: I was going to say I don't I don't think it's fair to say that we're in and of itself losing if Christ has all authority in heaven and on earth, if all power and authority have been given to him and as Christians we're vessels of that, it's not that we have any less power. It's that <clears throat> optically through methods of say the things that you look at, for instance, or things that other people look at. And we can all see TikTok and these crazy Dimmy Lovatos and these people that are truly uh lost without Christ. Okay, yeah, a lost world is going to talk about lost things and they're going to talk about, you know, crazy experiences and things of that nature. That doesn't mean, though, that they have authority and power. It just means optically a lot of people are tuning in or a lot of people are listening. It doesn't mean that if you or I were to meet a Demi Lovato, that let's just say she was demon-possessed, not just influenced, but possessed.
0: Sure. Who's
4: who's to say you or I could not cast out a demon in that moment? Right. uh, So quick side note story. I had a former pastor of mine <clears throat> tell me recently, I asked him a question about demon possession and stuff like that. And he told me this very interesting story. Is this uh, of- is
0: this from Liberty? Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah.
4: He told me this very interesting story of a woman that came to his office who was possessed, like started talking in a different voice than was her own, like super freaky stuff. Right. And, 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 and apparently like the night before she well first let me just say this she started talking in a different voice and saying like lots of crazy things and he cast out the demon in his office prayed for her right there to in the name of Jesus come out of her she literally fell to the ground in his office and was herself again yeah now anybody else tells me that story honestly in my particular place of where I'm kind of at i kind of go hmm maybe that's Same true thing. maybe that Same happened thing. this I've known my entire life. He's not somebody of tall tales. He doesn't make stuff up. I agree. So he's I agree. A, more a reader kind of guy. He's not some outlandish storyteller. He had one demon story to tell. I have 40 years of ministry. So he tells me this story. And then he says, when she comes to her right mind and she's thinking clearly, she's like, I was, I drove to your house last night. I was going to kill your wife. He says this to her. She's like, basically the possession inside of her whatever was going on mm. was was like extreme but her but um his wife wasn't at home at the time for some reason she was somewhere else so you know everything's all well and good there yeah but he, here's a particular anecdotal story of someone this is a this is and this story's old this is 25 30 years ago you know this happened a long time ago but here's a story of a woman who clearly either had demonic Influence or possession, one of the two, probably possession to some extent. Um, and that we saw here a Christian commanding a demon to come out. And what happens? Did the Christian lose, or did you know what I mean? It, right. There was no loss there because, like you said earlier, Christ is king. Right. He, he has all authority and power. But optically, so all that to say, going back to what we see social media wise, TikTok, our Demi Lovato's of the world. Yeah, it looks like when 1.2 million people view what some of these nuts talking about their experiences and their influences, and they can bring in aliens and you know all this crazy stuff. When as Christians, we're going, it's probably demonic. It probably is. Well, it doesn't mean they have more authority or power over us or over Christ. It just means they're doing what lost people, what some lost people. I wouldn't say all lost people. It, it's what some lost people do, which is they call on lesser powers (laughs) they call on these dark well authority that have no real authority over christ yeah it's it's all it's it's all show and games but when it comes to me or you who know jesus we we can command that to come out of them the bible says
0: yeah Hmm.
3: that and that's the thing i i don't doubt that but i'm just saying why don't we see it why doesn't it happen Like, I have have been in church and been involved with church my entire life, surrounded by pastors, surrounded by people that I would call men of God that are truly, like, following the word, women of God that are. And I have never had an experience, nor do I know anyone, that has had any kind of cross with a demonic experience. The only people that I know that have had or say, tell stories like that, are those that have gone to very foreign mission fields and I am and they're in the dark jungles or you know whatever yeah. and I think I think that in our minds we see that because that's acceptable to us, and we perceive our world as <laughs> civilized, I guess in a way, and so I think that there's a lot of things that we probably overlook or don't realize our demon possession in play and so i think that there's a i don't want to say missed opportunities but i feel like there has to be some that is happening in that way because it's so rampant on you know a tv level like everybody's seeing it tiktok all that kind (laughs) of stuff but for it not to be in play in our everyday lives somewhere seems odd to me it could
2: I I think there's another component, though, to this
4: side of the darkness. And and, and as as much as we can talk about demons and all this other stuff, I mean, Romans 1 is very clear that at a certain point, God does give up people to go about and literally do whatever they want to do. And in Romans 1, that is actual homosexuality sins and different sins that are truly against our bodies. God also gives us up to those carnal desires. So there can be a demon type of a- equation to some of these things that we're talking about and some of these instances of kids and stuff that you see in darkness, etc. <clears throat> but I I also do tend to think that there very well could be the mark of more of a, a Romans 1 type scenario where, you know, God give certain people up and over to their desires of sin. And some of those sins are really heinous and they really lead down some very dark roads. Some of those roads could be demons um, and other things, but I think there's also a a sinful component that in and of itself doesn't really have to do with demons and Satan and demonology. There's the darkness inside all of us without Christ um, that we naturally already are predisposed to If we don't know Jesus, which is why we see a lot of these crazy things on TikTok and YouTube or wherever else we watch some of this stuff is that we are dealing with a very lost society where for the first time in history, we can with just a six inch screen or whatever, we can watch on display some of mankind's most heinous sins if we want to. And some people will do it for fun. So I I think there's a sin element, too, that is broadcasted at a level we've never seen before in human history.
0: Yeah. And that, and that's my big thing is that, because another, another one of going back actually to Crowley, another one of those influences is the media. I mean, haven't even started down this road yet, but sometime when you get to it, start looking up the number of stars and stars, celebrities who have openly said, Oh, I follow Aleister Crowley's teachings and I follow his religion. I mean, said it. Not I've started sc-
4: surface on that and I'm shocked. Honestly, I'm shocked. Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. Well, and- like I said
4: I sent you the lyrics of Ozzy Osbourne's song. Here's Ozzy Osbourne, one of and I don't follow any of his music. I don't really I'm not a big Ozzy fan. And he's before our time anyway. I like but Crazy Train. Parent. And a Crazy Train I do like. But other than that, He's got a song called Mr. Crowley, and I read the lyrics to my wife the other day. Yeah. She's like, What are you talking about? I'm like, Yeah, you know that guy I told you about Aleister Crowley? He's singing about this stuff. And people are like, This is great. It's crazy. It's 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 yeah. It's his influence is really remarkable in a in a terrible way.
0: Perhaps because there's something else behind it than a mere man. (laughs) Who knows? Perhaps. Maybe. Perhaps. Perhaps not.
4: But perhaps. We should we should give it some thought. Hey, hey on that note, I, I do need to drop off.
0: Maybe Alistair Crowley open, open it up for the little season. He's the one that let him out.
4: <laughs> I don't think so, but we'll see.
0: I know you don't. And, and I don't necessarily either, but, and with that note, but,
4: that being said, I don't deny his terrible evil influence. I will say that for sure. Yeah. And it's far larger than I realized.
0: So. It is, uh, it's really something. So anyways, all right. Well, thanks for joining us, Jesse and, and, uh, my wife, mostly who talked and, uh, I guess Colin and a couple others popped in, but I guess they, uh, had no interest in speaking or, or didn't like the topics and others. I, I can think of one specifically, uh, it, it, they're going to hear this and really wish they had joined in. Uh, but yeah, maybe I'm wrong on that, but we'll see. Anyways. That's two hours and twenty three minutes. That'll i cut down to probably two hours and ten. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody out there in Audio Land.
1: Please clap.
3: Whatever you say, liberal. Okay, okay, liberal. Yeah, live.
2: Whatever you say, liberal. Okay, okay, liberal. Yeah, live. Whatever you say, liberal. Okay, okay, liberal. Biden's War for Trannies. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.